Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Welcome to the Fanfic Fanfic Podcast, uh, where we spent the first season, the first five seasons, uh, breaking down a fanfiction of a fanfiction. First layer of the recursion being Fallout Equestria, a hybrid fanfiction of both uh, the Fallout video game franchise, uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Uh, the fanfic of that being Fallout Equestria Project Horizons, a, uh, grotesque hate fic, um, by a reactionary chode. Uh, that was torture. Now we're reading the source material. <laughs> uh, uh, my, uh, 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 Fallout Equestria in its purest form. Uh, and we're, uh, enjoying ourselves, uh, quite greatly. Uh, I am your co-host, Saul Weirdington Esquire. Uh, joining me is your host, Fi. How's you doing, Fi? Doing pretty good. Hi, everybody. It's been a while. We're now in the new year. We, we have now we have now exited 2020. We have slain the Crimis Beast. <laughs> uh, it will it will return uh, within uh, every time the Earth passes by uh, this section of, <laughs> of of space, and and it's it's. It's annual orbit. Uh, the Crimis Beast returns to us. Um, uh, but we, we won uh, once again. Uh, and I, I can't wait for this terrible burden to pass on uh, to the next uh, warriors. What is the premise I'm going on about? Like, what is this bit? I, I don't what is know. This bit what I'm is doing? this bit? Fi, Fi, save us by recapping last week's episode. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. It was like two weeks ago because uh, we took a Christmas break. What the heck even happened last week? The last well, week... last week we killed the Crimis Beast, but <laughs> the week before that, yeah, that was the drugs. Uh, there too much. There's too many drugs in my blood system. Uh, uh, episode. Little Pip, bruised, broken, filled way too much up with manicore venom, and basically surviving entirely by tweaking on drugs as, as hard as possible. Uh, is eventually like stopped by her friends from trying to enact a dangerous and reckless rescue mission of the guy who was sent to an execution because of, uh, well, trying to, like, mug little Pip. So it's not really her fault in the first place, but she stopped by being shot by a dart gun by Velvet Remedy, who uh, could no longer uh, watch uh, her, her her friend uh, destroy Just wildly herself. Wildly self-destruct. <laughs> yeah self-destruct as fast as possible <laughs> any any percent speed run die as fast as possible <laughs> so she uh so she decided to to dart gunner and they basically strapped her down and filled her up with uh, like anti-meth drugs oh they 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 did a cleanse yes. they, they 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 replaced the 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 very little remaining blood she had uh because about 10 percent of that was manticore venom anyway <laughs> Um, with, with, with some fresh blood, with some fresh juices. <laughs> they filled it with fresh new blood. <laughs> There's definitely something funny where it's like, we put a lot more blood into you than you had before. <laughs> we topped you off, off free of charge. 
slaps little Pip. This baby could fill up with so much blood. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, but the consequences of that is that uh, little Pip misses uh, Monterey Jack's execution uh, by like two days or something like that, or like a day. In her furious, strapped to a bed state, uh, she she gives uh, Velvet Remedy some cold instructions that you need to make sure that Monterey Jack's kids thrown out into the dirt to die because uh, Ten Pony Tower does not abhor, like, useless eaters in any way. Uh, they'd be out on their ear come Monterey Jack's execution. And we get a couple, like, a round table of a bunch of the other oh, characters. The, the, the tower would give them a month. <laughs> they they oh, have yeah. one month before before eviction. One month before they threw them out into the dirt. My mistake. But yeah... Other than that, like, I think it was mostly just, like, her convening with a bunch of the other members of her, like, friend group uh, over this. And I'm blanking on if But one was else. missing. Oh, right. You're right. Um, yeah, because, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Steel Hooves. Uh, decided he, decided he wanted to, uh, uh, get, get revenge or something. Or at least, like, justice? I don't know. Uh, the security, the chief security officer leading him into a tunnel with a bunch of ghouls and then, like, turning the ghoul button on. <laughs> Releasing the, the ghoul docking clamps uh, to sicken a, a, a horde of zombies on him. Um, uh, so, so there was, there was a, 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 a supply of mindless uh, uh, zombies in the sewers and a uh, connecting uh, uh, door from the bottom of Tin Pony Tower that could... It was basically a time bomb. At any point, uh, if that door was opened, it um, the entire tower could be flooded with cannibal zombies. And Steel Hooves, a very civic-minded uh, horse that he is, uh, went to Sheriff Grimstar to inform him of this, this uh, 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 potential security uh, danger. And uh, wouldn't you just know it, uh, uh, Grim, uh, Grimstar wound up on the other side of the door uh, as uh, Steel Hooves permanently disabled uh, the, the mechanism to open the door from uh, the tower side. Uh, so we open up on... Uh... <laughs> so this is, this is a hilarious contrast of, uh, like, in, in Project Horizons, BJ would constantly beat themselves up over things they literally couldn't control. Like, a, a, a baby would hand a Little Pip a gun and then point the gun at their own head and pull the trigger. Uh, BJ would, like, whine for dozens of chapters thereafter about how BJ shot a, a baby. A baby would be blowing themselves up saying, you did this, and she'd be like, damn, I did this, I guess. <laughs> Meanwhile, this chapter, Little Pip is, is in a depressive spiral because she failed to save Monterey Jack and Sheriff Grimstar, two people she hated. <laughs> like, two adults. Who, like, uh, who are both bastards uh, in their own right. And, and, and it's because she, like, is, is mad that, like, she, she failed to go the extra proactive mile. Like, rather than just sitting back and allowing, like, the world and other people to tell her she has committed terrible sins and she should be ashamed... She, like, feels guilty about, like, actions she did not, like, she did or didn't take. But also, there's there's an actual causal link. There is a, like, uh, she did, she's, she's killing herself because, like, 
if it, if it weren't for those accursed uh, drugs, if if like she, if 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 her brain wasn't operating at half functionality, uh, by default, and like uh uh ninety percent functionality while she was dis disoriented with with chemical enhancements, she probably could have intervened, uh, to stop these two deaths. At least that's what she's uh she's racking herself over, and and while she's like. Like I just get can't get over like how like ludicrously virtuous Pip is. Yes. That, like she did hate these two people, <laughs> and like time might have came when she would have shot Grimstar personally. I mean, in fairness to Pip, at least that would have been a clean death. Yeah, instead of getting it, fucking like, chomped to death, which is a pretty bad way to go, all things considered. And as far as Monterey Jack, she never wanted Monterey dead. She just wanted him to like. Be honest about his actions, uh, or contrite at all. And as she's as she's uh, uh, sort of um, soliloquizing uh, in her in her head, she comes across the uh, generator room, uh, which still has a lot of act like a, a surprisingly number of active um, spark powered generators uh, up and running, uh, but uh, a little less than half are uh, hideously damaged or completely burned out, presumably because they exploded uh, in the uh, being overworked uh, during the day of the bomb uh, some 200 years ago, and, and remarks upon a, uh, a charred skeleton uh, fused to a wall um, who was presumably in this room on that day. So a little bit of environmental storytelling. Uh, someone has scrawled the cake as a lie on a wall, so that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, they, had, I'm, they had a funny party hat on. Uh, just to be clear, I, that that is not what happened. I was making a reference to a very famous example of environmental storytelling. Plus, environmental storytelling in Fallout Three is kind of a meme on itself as well. Here's a skeleton with a bunch of drugs and a party hat on. I wonder how they died. Really makes you think. I'm really bummed because, like, I I had a deep urge say the gang that the cake is a lie came from and like be purposefully and hilariously wrong, but I couldn't think of like. Uh, a wrong title to to give yeah all right <laughs> you know the famous meme from from the video game morrowind the cake is a lie uh salutes to salute to you uh anonymous skeleton yes brave anonymous skeleton and as soon as pip finds their way back out of the maze of the uh of the basement corridors uh they're met by two tin pony uh tower guards uh asking little pip uh you need to come with us Little Pip doesn't know which which thing she's done in recent memory that this is about, but just silently nods and goes along with. I don't know what uh, I'm in trouble for, but I'm definitely in trouble for something. Uh, maybe the recent disappearance of Sheriff Grimstar. May, uh, maybe there there there's some suspicion surrounding my uh, having managed to like con my way into having a conversation with a condemned man. Uh, before his death, I don't know, but uh, to her surprise, uh, they're not walking her to a cell, but like a, an office. They assure her that, oh, look, uh, you know, sorry for all the delays, but you're not exactly our first priority right now. Pip gets bored, uh, the wait is extremely long, and uh, she's getting in, in increasingly hungry. Uh, so she pops, turns on the, the radio on the desk uh, to hear, Look, I'm no hero. Sheriff Grimstar, he's the hero. <laughs> Found out while uh, 
I'm wandering with some friends that uh, apparently Rotting Tail had uh, gone mad during the end of his life. The, the talents made it to him in time, but uh, not before he'd uh, gathered an army of mindless zombies at the, in the sewers. Uh, <laughs> so I informed... Son of a bitch! <laughs> So I informed uh, Grimstar uh, that there was a potential breach in the security of his tower. He uh, he obliged. He went down with me, and uh, uh, we went into those caverns and uh, sabotaged the uh, lock on the outside door. But uh, the ghouls came after us. Uh, I was only saved by my armor, and I'll never forget his last words to me. Go on and without me. I'll hold them back. You need to <laughs> disable the lock on the... On the tower side. I couldn't say no to that kind of bravery. <laughs> he sacrificed himself for the tower's sake. This concludes an interview. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> and so implicitly, like, yeah, that Steel Hooves has long since, like, given his testimony. Uh, 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 Palm 3 clarifies that, like, this is corroborated by a, uh, uh, Chief Grimstar's last log on his terminal. Uh, Pip rolls her eyes and, like, goes, yeah, apparently my locks picking skills are bizarrely unique. Steel Hooves is a knight, air quotes, knight of the Ministry of Technology. He has the same <laughs> pick buck, like, yeah. uh, features as I do. <laughs> Just, I don't know, I just, there's just something very funny about this, the comical, just lying <laughs> through your teeth. <laughs> oh, good man, heroic sacrifice. You'll surely be missed. He took a moment to uh, write something on his terminal before I left. Ah, <laughs> Sheriff Grim, ah, Chief Grimstop, <laughs> gotta do some <laughs> heroic, <laughs> heroics in the tunnels. Sure hope I don't get mauled by zombies. <laughs> but if I do, it was in the... <laughs> It's all for the greater good. Did not investigate my corpse. <laughs> uh, so eventually, uh, like, Pip, like, is, 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 is grateful, like, that, like, it seems like no more fallout. Like, we were wrong. Like, he's apparently, yes, this was an extremely targeted kill on the part of Steel Hoops. Very uniquely clean. Uh, in its own way. Uh, yeah, yeah, limited yeah, fallout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> you did learn. You learned how to not do splash damage. Character growth. It's terrifying. And Pip really doesn't appreciate, like, lies. <laughs> like, being spread on the, like, otherwise, like, virtuous, like, information system that is the uh, Palm 3's program. But <sighs> somebody else is in the room now. But also, that guy was a huge dick. Uh, Pips is just going to fume about it indefinitely, it seems. Uh, now she has something else to be deeply, deeply angry about. Um, so it turns out there's a pretty clear answer about, like, um, why Monterey Jack's trial was so quick, efficient, and uh, uh, led to a uh, execution order that, like, no petition could really stop. Uh, like, why uh, why Tin Pony Tower is uh, so quick to... Uh, Kill its 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 uh, precious citizens, its residents. Asset for asset forfeiture. Pip uh, Pip is being informed initially to to start with of the costs associated with uh, the execution, which comes to like something like nine thousand caps. And uh, Pip sighs and grunt like, "Okay, how long do I have to pay this? Like, I I I don't have this kind of money." 
um, which is half true. The the group in total had like the 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 group's total coffers is is about double that. But you know she's not exactly eager to like the the rest of the team for their shares, uh, which really confuses the 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 the, the gentleman horse on the other side of the counter, um, explaining. No, of course, that's already been paid for with the, like, significant asset forfeiture. Um, no, um, you really don't understand what you're here for, are you? Ah, damn, I've lost a bet, haven't I? Yeah, no, turns out, uh, part of the, the punishment for, uh, attempted banditry is, uh, all of your remaining assets, <coughs> minus the, the profitable, uh, consideration, uh, given to the state, uh, is handed over to the victim. Now, given that you aren't a citizen, you won't be able to anything in his possessions uh, and and it will be a, a month before you'll be allowed to evict the children <laughs> I love how evil that sentence really is because <laughs> of course you'll be wanting to evict those children she she also finds out that like there apparently there was two betting pools going on one no actually no it was only one betting pool I I, I got yeah there was a betting pool uh, between this 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 uh uh, bureaucrat and the the rest of the the guards as to whether this was some sort of scam that like that monterey was like actively throwing himself under the bus in an effort to like have some sort of life insurance payout to little pip and like that's that's why they're like part of the reason she assumed that she was being arrested was that there's like stairs and gossip um, on her way in uh but <clears throat> that was apparently because like people were think like and we're thinking, yeah, this was some sort of, like, conspiracy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, some sort of grift was going on. Uh, but the, the, uh, the, this particular bureaucrat apparently lost that bet with the realization that Pip has no idea <laughs> about this, uh, about this, this law, about this, like, asset transfer. They, they assume that, like, uh, well, look, it normally takes years to get citizenship, but, you know, uh... With all of this and with all this property in consideration, I'm sure you could be fast tracked to like uh, 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 just a little over one year. Um, all the while, like Pip is pupils dilating, <laughs> blinking in rapid succession. Like if if she had not been disarmed on her way in, she she may well shoot this <laughs> this horse. <laughs> all of her despair. Uh, finally cured and replaced with just a seething, overwhelming uh, murder rage. Um, if if Monterey weren't already dead, she'd kill him again. <laughs> kill him twice. In her sort of depressive frenzy, she's like, she has convinced herself that like Monterey, like this was was an act of spite to get <laughs> his children to hate her by like forcing her to be the one to evict them. But jokes on all of these assholes. Even before knowing about this, she uh, she'd arranged for their safety. <laughs> I love the idea of a character playing the long con. I will die just to hurt this particular horse. I mean, Monterey was a huge deuce, uh, and apparently, like, had been driven mad by like the uh, loss of his uh, co-adventurer spouse. Um, he has kind of a shaky story, which like might lead might might be like part and partial of his like obsession with like telling the exact truth that killed him his official story is that they were both stung by manticores and only had enough anti-venom for one of them 
and his wife insisted that he be the one to 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 have it. But I kind of suspect, <laughs> given given this dude's like, yeah, no, this this seems like a real self-sacrificing short. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you insisted that she have it. Uh, but she she won the argument. It's entirely possible that this was the like one lie that he was like sitting on and festering over uh, and trying to make up for by telling the truth in all other matters. Um, but that's that's just a theory, a horse theory. Oh, I just made this nice soul escape from my body. But all right, you're welcome. Uh, but yeah, what happens next? Uh, what happens next is uh, Pip tears apart the the room they're staying in. Uh, just just frenzied like telekinesis storm. Uh, and uh, in the midst of that, uh, she she like she's knocking over like all of their their bags and just like ragdolling them around. Just just an impotent rage. Um, over the like one final insult <laughs> Monterey had for her, and just the sheer hideous injustice of this entire fucking building and uh that like the the way that this 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 place's supposed justice works is that yeah if any member of ten pony tower like does banditry to like a non-citizen it's just sheer profit for like the the administration of the tower Mm -hmm. uh they get to seize uh, a huge amount of that person's assets in uh execution fees (laughs) Um, and then, uh, pressure, like, the person that, like, yeah, for the sake of justice, for, for the sake of restoration, should go to the victim. Well, the victim doesn't have any use for it, so you can just they can't go le- ahead and just sell it to us. They can't legally live here, and if they try to, it's very difficult for them to do so in the first place. <clears throat> so, yeah, there's probably a likelihood that a, a certain percentage of the population of, of Ten Pony Tower are people who just kind of got debt trapped into living here essentially like they basically just like oh well, I, I, I can't use any of the stuff that i have unless i live here so i guess i live here now um and, and the go- application process probably like a a, a four leg and a back leg <laughs> yes 100 percent. so it, it, they just kind of like yeah there's like so it, it kind of honestly that kind of goes a long way to explaining how there's a bunch of people who just do like labor jobs that kind of live here like the spa people, I always thought didn't make a lot of sense up until thinking about this, because like, well, what, who, like, who are they? Like, why are they doing this job? Like, who, who would even be their customers? And then like, well, the answer is like, I don't know. They probably fell into this by accident and like just live here now because the other option is like living out in the waste, and that's not much better. At least you have drink and clean also, drinking water here. It also explains how like even though they like pay out the nose for everything like everything is is like ludicrously expensive and they constantly have to buy stuff from outside like you'd think this place would be leaking bottle caps but thanks to thanks to shenanigans like this thanks to their peculiar like system of justice it it certainly does uh help uh retain and maintain uh, the the flow of caps into the system. <clears throat> yeah, if if if, uh, if wealth is constantly getting hoarded every single time someone commits a crime, because I'm sure it's probably more crimes than just banditry that this happens to as well. I'm sure that there's a whole bevy of extreme, <coughs> unrealistic judiciary processes that uh, exist solely for the purpose of like, essentially like 
redistributing wealth into smaller and smaller hooves, essentially. This is all stuff that, like, I wish was touched on with a fucking Mega Mart. Yes. <laughs> like, like, you could, like... And, and this is actually a small thing! Like, I'm... I, 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 I can't even say for sure that, like, uh, K-Cat, like... Thought this deeply about it, as 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 we are now. Who knows? But, but it's like, still interesting yeah. to talk about. Uh, but can you imagine if like the Mega Mart was actually thought out and we got to experience like something like this of, of like the like how the, the degree to which the gun is is hanging over all of the vendors' heads? Like if you fuck up in any way, like the, the, like their 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 commitment to being a neutral zone. Uh, could lead to like stuff like this, where mm-hmm. like any infraction is an excuse for the the management to claim your booth and everything in it. And if you argue, then you taste the but like you taste the wrath of the gun. So uh, uh, Pip is 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 freaking out in her room, and while she's uh, 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 thrashing uh, the the team's luggage against the wall, uh, one of her bags opens up, and uh, all those tin uh, tins of party time mentals come spilling out, and uh, with a this is you fault <laughs> um begins begins flushing the candies mm-hmm. uh, all of them systematically in 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 uh in in the way that you you can only do in in a, in a fit of, of of like prolonged rage like just just a concentrated like obsessive uh dump flush dump mm-hmm. pick up turn dump flush and uh she's down to the last one at this point <laughs> Now there's a crisis, like that. Like that. On the one hand, if she takes one more, it's the end. But what if she needs it that just that once? Mm-hmm. Like, like what if what if there is a moment? Like, like now that now that her system's flushed again, they like the the first few, like the the the, the first um, uh, 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 one to five of them, uh, will double her her intellect uh, before her like default <laughs> begins to decline. Uh, mm-hmm. And they start doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, and and wouldn't that be worth it if I can save everybody? Like, mm-hmm. just like it for really in a pinch. Yeah. But like, would it be worth it to save them if like they like if it if it kills them inside to to see me like die like that like like just just one more and I'll be back like I'll be back off the wagon like and, and helplessly dependent on them. But can I? And um, Velvet Remedy comes in to see this shrinks from her. Because she's wearing such a pretty dress, and Pip is feels so disgusting. He's <laughs> having a bit of a moment, yeah. But but Remedy comes in, uh, gives her a hug, and helps make that decision. Mm-hmm. The, the tin turns upside down, uh, and the uh, the mentals flush away. Yay! I do I do really like that that they've managed to flush the sort of like direct chemical dependency on on the drugs like out of her. But, like, that psychological dependency is probably never going to go away. Because she already seemingly, like, she already likely had something of an addictive personality beforehand. Because that's usually the pathology in the first place. But now there's just, like, a, there's always a, yeah, backbeat of, like, anytime she's exposed to the, like, the circumstances that would lead her to, uh, back to her chemical addiction. It's going to, it's, it's going to just be harder for her no matter what. Uh, which is a nice little, uh, I don't know, feels honest I d- and true. I, I don't know where this metaphor f- came from. I think it was my father, or it could have been like a more well-known author. Or it, I think it, maybe it's just a common sort of metaphor for how addiction works. Is that once you have an addiction, it's with you forever. Uh, you, you can't get rid of it. And an addiction is like a little monster that is that is chained to your ankle. Um, this, this, this horrible little goblin that like 
alternates between just begging and pleading, just you feed me, just once, just a little crumb. It's it's fine, just a little, just just a little crumb. Uh, to just just biting you, like and like, just give it, just give it. Chewing on your your ankle and like scratching you, and it's hideously painful. And it and it it'll do anything. Like it it, it alternates tactics, but it always like is coming up with excuses. And explanations for why it's okay to just give it, just give it a little something, just just a little crumb. It's just any like you know, feed me. Uh, and if you give in, uh, if you feed, if you feed the monster anything, if if you give it just that one crumb, it's gonna grow. It'll it'll grow at exponential size. It will be twice your size uh, when it's done growing, and it only needs one. Once it's once it's gotten powerful enough, like every time it's it's biggest size, it's is always its new default size. So if you give it anything, it, it yeah. inflates back up to its default size. And then it is you that are being dragged along by its ankle. Mm-hmm. And that's just part of your life now forever. I don't know. And I just I, I just like that that's in this. Like, I think that's that is a authentic feeling element of of. Uh, Little Pip as a character, and it's also uh, pretty great that friendship is magic. <laughs> that 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 like one of the one of the key things that you need uh, to break an addiction is an accountability buddy. And I definitely like this. This makes me despise people who really don't like Velvet Remedy even more, because the whole thing with her is like, ah, she doesn't do anything in the story. She just stands around and complains when like she is like the emotional crutch of the entire crew. <laughs> Uh, as an addition to being other doctor, so it's just frustrating that the response to the character is uh, because she doesn't use cool guns, she's not like an interesting character at all. It's a deeply exhausting and small-brained problem to have. Secret identity is mild-mannered small horse. Uh, homage. Uh, at the top of Tin Pony Tower, uh, Pip um, pitifully like says... Uh, how long before this makes it into the news cycle? Toast to repair pony kicks addiction? I'm not really sure that's head, uh, headliner. <laughs> uh, Amaj apparently is a good cook. Um, explains that uh, she picked uh, that skill up along with many others uh, back in the day when she uh, was a ruin runner uh, with a, a friend named Joke Blue. Upon seeing that name, Mm-hmm. I, I I think we're all grateful that we never met this horse. I'm sure they were fine. I'm sure they were a good friend and a talented adventurer. But I would never want to talk to a horse named Joke Blue. <laughs> there's no there's no good answer to that one because either like they're they they're they're they swear like a sailor and tell really dirty jokes, or they're just the Joker. <laughs> like that's the two no, places I mean, my mind because, goes. Because, like a blue joke is like yeah, just basically potty humor. Yeah. So like, the the thing that came immediately to mind is like, hey, hey, Amash, knock knock. Oh God, knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> and then repeat that like six more times. Hey, Amash, knock knock. No, just one more time. Knock knock. All right, who's there? Aren't you glad I didn't fart? <laughs> That's so much. Like that is that is what I imagine Joke Blue is like constantly because that's how horse names work. Yes, I mean that's not what her where her name comes from. I thought I'd explain. Like I guess I just assumed it explained where her name came from came from in this chapter, but I guess it maybe it didn't. Not here. Maybe I missed it. I'm a very bad reader. I'm next to illiterate. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like it's if it's a spoiler, I guess it like I'm spoiling it slightly early. It's not that big of a deal. And if it's if it was missed, it was missed. But the reason why she's she was uh, called. Uh, joke blue is because her 
mother was exposed to killing joke while she was still in the womb. And that's, it never explains how, but it explains that she had some sort of like physical deformity because of being, ex- because of that uh, oh, intergenerous explanation. I, 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 uh, I apologize, I guess, for explaining that uh, early. Um, no, I mean, it's not a, uh, it's not a super big deal, but it's, it's the reason it's, why it's joke it's blue. like, so, so far it would seem like it would just be a, an anecdote. I guess I'm just explaining killing joke early, but I mean, if you've listened to the podcast all the way through, we, we already, yeah, yeah you already, already know already what killing joke does. So I don't know why I'm stressing over it, except for, you know, just general anxiety. She, she died to like a guerrilla warfare trap. Somebody set up a, uh, a, a cage with a, with, sorry, a, um, uh, 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 a box with a with a doll in it and a a, a crying baby sound uh, linked to a bomb, and Joke Blue was not fast enough uh, to defuse it. Um, so we get a little bit more color on uh, homage and has has lost uh, friends before uh, to the waste uh, before becoming a um, I guess an intern <laughs> under the previous generation of Pawn Three. She also explains that there's been five Pawn Threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, yeah, it's it's a Dread Pirates uh, Robert kind of situation. Anyway, uh, uh, they they definitely didn't explain Joke Blue's background because like that's that's the only thing I about nine no, I know about Joke Blue right now is that I can't can't get out of my mind that they must have been completely insufferable. Yeah, Amage uh, uses uh, a massage as a pretext um, to pet heavier. Mm-hmm. Um. There's there's a gag about like you know I know that the doctor uh, told you to avoid strenuous activity but I I'm sure that you're a difficult patient. <laughs> um, a lot of weird innuendo. Let us begin. <laughs> let us begin. I, I guess this is uh this is the time I guess to point out that there is a canon semi canon fanfic about Little Pip and Homage. Uh, I believe it's called a Mare Worth Fighting For. Them like having sex and, and a bunch of pillow talk and them talking and stuff like that. It's a nice fic. Uh, it's not really necessarily like worth. I like. I, I jumped around wanting to cover it with like in this in this uh, podcast, but it doesn't really like. I think fit uh super well but i'm just bringing it up if people Uh, want to check it out that explains an author's note that appears at the end of this chapter yeah uh, that will come to it at the end uh because i made very bad notes. i never got around to making notes so i'm actually just looking at i'm I'm glancing through the chapter yeah that's fine (laughs) i admit this only because the chapter is called chapter 20 behind the curtain (laughs) uh so uh, but yeah, Merworth Fighting For is, I believe, the name of the fic, and I, it's canon, semi-canon. I don't remember exactly yeah. its its uh, its connection, but it's like, yeah, it is it is uh, obliquely mentioned uh, at the uh, end of this chapter, mm-hmm. uh, not by name but by implication. And we'll get to that. Uh, so, uh, Homage is making breakfast. Uh, the uh, the station uh, uh, telling a pre-recorded uh, brave and daring rescue of the Black Talons. The the vault dweller heroically and single-handedly took out uh, three unicorns by blowing up a radar compound. Pip has no doubt that Calamity may have personally requested uh, this version of the retelling. Uh, and in addition, uh, Pip has become very aware that Homage uh, deeply enjoys uh, making uh, Pip squirm in every way that is available to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, this finally leads to uh, Pip sort of, uh, hey... You can tell you, you can tell me you don't have it if you want. In fact, like if if you don't want me to have it, that's super duper fine. But incidentally, have you have you heard of a black opal? You see this dipshit wanting me to get it from you. 
but I don't actually care. <laughs> I'm very eager for you to tell me that I can't have it. And Amage goes, no, no, you, you can. Like, actually, you can just, I mean, I, I, I want to give you a, a down payment on a, something that I need you to do anyway. Um, so consider that part of it. Uh, Pip has mixed feelings about that, but is more interested in hearing what it is that Amage wants her to do. Because she's sold. Like, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> Job accepted. <laughs> I'm hitting the quest button now. You haven't put up the quest yet, and I'm still pressing it. Like, I'm just like... There's already a marker. I'm ready to go. <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, Amon sort of reluctantly says, you're, you're going to Philadelphia, aren't you? Like, kind of giggling. Like, because it's an absurd thing for anyone to do. <laughs> and Pip, like, just sort of, like, nods. Like, well, obviously. Like... This, this Alagorn thing is going out of control, and ha- I'm increasingly convinced it has something to do with Red Eye. Um, so, like, why wouldn't I go into the heart of, <laughs> of a of a wasteland-distorting conspiracy involving god monsters? <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah, it's... And it's an really unstoppable, <laughs> like, slaving empire. It is, it is very <laughs> much the, like, you know, the, the uh, what it does not simply go to Mordor. It's just the, like... <laughs> Why not? I've packed. <laughs> I packed. I got all my guns. I got more guns than I started. I'll just nip over but and stop. One does not simply. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be back for brunch. <laughs> well, Pip isn't delusional enough to think that she might. She'll. She'll. She'll be back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she is going. Yeah. But yeah, you're you're going to Mordor, right? Well, obviously. <laughs> you haven't even found the ring. I'll probably come across it on the way. <laughs> And if not, I'll think of something else. <laughs> so Amage gets to the point and um, says, uh, well, while you're there, Red Eyes blacked out a bunch of one of my, like, uh, 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 a bunch of my towers in the region. I want you to uh, reactivate them. I want you to use this this manual override uh, to, uh, to, to get uh, Pawn 3's eyes uh, back on Mordor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I can report on what's happening over there. Uh, and Pip is completely on board with that. Like, yeah, as you said, I'm going to be passing through. Uh, if, if I manage to get any, uh, success, uh, over it, or, or eyes on the place, uh, DJ Pawn 3 will be the first to hear about it. Quest added. Um, Act- so... Reactivate all 25 extra towers. <laughs> collect all 100 pigeons. I collected all 100 pine cones. <laughs> So Amaj uh, moves the enormous picture of Splendid Valley to reseal, reveal a safe. Uh, the first safe that Pip is not, does not have to crack. <laughs> <laughs> somebody is somebody knows the damn code. I do I do like the energy. Like the, it's very hard not to imagine. It's like I'll just put input the code, and then she's just like, oh, "All right, I guess," and just levitates the like <laughs> screwdriver and <locker> <laughs> away. Please don't crack my safe. <laughs> So, uh, there are three items inside, and Pip gets two of them. Is the Black Opal. That apparently, um, Hamaj doesn't really even think much of. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one is, uh, the real gift Hamaj intended to give, uh, little Pip. Which is a Pinkie Pie figure. Yay! Extremely cute! Uh, Pip is, Pip is sort of floored by, oh, this is the Pinkie Pie that, like, Twilight used to know. The, the Pinkie Pie that she encountered, like, in, in, in that memory, or, and that she's seen in all of these other memories, was a, was a, was a, was a shadow of this Pinkie yeah, Pie. Yeah, like a drug-addled, was... paranoid, like, Gestapo, and it, and it really, really brought home that, like, in a vacuum, Pinkie Pie's fate made no sense to me. Like, seemed like nonsense. But, like, now having read the original story, 
Um, like you, you kept telling me there was a fuller context, but you, you never like elaborated, but like now I, I do have the full context and it's that Pinkie Pie liked to stretch herself way too thin. Pinkie Pie like put, put upon herself the onus of maintaining the morale of, of an entire nation of people, uh, trapped in a forever war. And, and, and along the way it like forced her to make a bunch of moral and ethical compromises uh, that eventually led her down the road of like, hey, what if we just started like stealing people's memories? That seems like a good. Way well, that to was that was after like she started like using chemical well, enhancement sure. to keep herself going. But that's what I mean, though. Like, like that's what I that's what I mean by like moral and ethical compromises. Is that so? Like yeah, like well, I I don't really regard like the the like it to be like a I I, I think of like. A, I, I would say her substance the, the, abuse. The, the, the drug use itself. It was, no, is, no, that's is, that's that's, I, the, I that's the thing I'm trying yeah. to explain. Like the, it's not the substance abuse that is the the moral and ethical compromise. It's the I need to be on drugs to be able to do the thing that I do. Is is yeah. the ethical compromise? Like that's yeah. So in order to soothe her conscience and also the fact that she's not sleeping anymore, the fact that she had the the fact that she's like trying to be awake and everything to everyone everywhere at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pushed her to like get strung out on increasingly like it's no wonder she invented party time mentals she needed them <laughs> like the the regular stuff just was not enough yeah she didn't start juicing really hard and uh and yeah and, and eventually just like decayed her 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 immediate uh familial relationships and uh further went down and the led her to hole. the point where she you yeah. know uh wanted to erase everyone who was bad put them away yes. put make them disappear Fit, take take out all of their bad thoughts and while you're at it go get them in the balloon <laughs> oh yeah and so and spying on her 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 her, her nieces uh it's it's a it's a very powerful and uh like 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 directly physically potent object um, and, uh, and a rare one, and Homage wants to give it to Pip, not only because, you know, she cares about Pip, but because it's, uh, as sort of a, uh, a milestone, a reminder of, of the, the, like, battle she's won with, with her, with her own substance addiction. She, 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 she won a fight against a monster that Pinkie Pie couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're up to, like, what, it's Pinkie Pie, Applejack, Twilight, and Rarity, I think is the... Yeah, I think, I think she's also got a Rainbow Dash one. Does she have a Rainbow Dash one? But uh, having having it in her position, uh, all of them have, have filled her with, with, with power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and having it in her possession in uh, combination with the uh, Twilight Sparkle one uh, feels like being on Mentals a little. <laughs> uh, but a lot cleaner, <laughs> with, with a lot less edge. Um, oh, this one is marked Awareness. It was under E. So this is ha- has has greatly enhanced her her uh, sensory acuity. Mm-hmm. Gave her plus one to her perception stat. She's reluctant to take it. Homage insists. Yeah, it's a reminder of me and also a reminder of like uh, everything you've managed to overcome. And uh, Pip makes a point of putting the figurine in her uh, among her belongings right next to the twilight one yeah it's very cute before homage closes the safe pip explains what the third item is it's a laser can kill anything immediately you know how lasers tend to like occasionally every few shots uh reduce something to pink glitter that it just does that uh fell out of the sky while while homage and joke blue were were out adventuring 
um, after some like chaos above the clouds. Uh, Joke Blue apparently was was convinced that it was just it might have blown off some sort of uh, Pegasus prototype. But uh, this is where we get the the stars. Yes, the stars. I mean, ponies have have their myth about the mare and the moon, um, and that was cleared up. Uh, like what exactly what that was about. But apparently the zebras uh, have uh, believe that there are four stars in the sky uh, that um, seem to actively exert influence over uh, this planet and are apparently loath to take direct action, mm-hmm. um, but uh, are delighted by by uh, hor- horse-driven carnage <laughs> and do everything they can to influence horses to, to do harm yes. upon one another. They're a little horsey god hand. <laughs> Or, or, or your, your chaos gods or, or any of your... My little god hand, <laughs> my little god hand. Ray. God, that's dark. Tune in next time when Little Pippa comes femto. Um. Mm. Mm. <laughs> nope. Uh. Mm. <laughs> it's got some bad mouth feel to it. Um, anyways, so yeah, Star Blaster, uh, alien gun, maybe. Maybe it's an alien gun, yeah. maybe it's a prototype. Who knows? But, like, yeah, our myths turn out to be true. I have have some truth with them. Like, maybe the zebras are onto something with these uh, awful stars. And, uh, yeah, I think this is all an oblique reference to, like, the space aliens. Yes. Uh, from, from the Fallout. Yes, and also, like, a one-off line that's given at the very beginning of, of uh, of uh mlp friendship is magic where it says something along the lines of the stars will aid in nightmare moon's return so it's just extrapolating from that like one-off line into like cosmic mythology i guess all very interesting all stuff that was badly wrote that somber then uh went and wiped his ass with to the point that i almost want to hear no more about stars for the rest of the story (laughs) Uh, or, or in turn, maybe like I, I hope I, I do, so that I find out what you know, K Cat actually had in mind that was like mm-hmm. despoiled. Yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Pip looks inside the uh, opal, and uh, there's not much to it. It's, uh, it's the the, the main six uh, before, th- before things got real, real bad. Uh, apparently, Rarity um, sponsored a. Um, uh, modification to the uh, Applejack's uh, Steel Ranger tech uh, to make uh, Steel Ranger armor for Pegasi. Yeah. Uh, and because she's yeah, she went out of her way to make it deeply horrifying. Well, darling, it's for war after all. Yeah. So that we had to make it evil with spooky colors. Uh. <laughs> and, and an insectile thing, very very creepy crawly, very. Very indicative of danger, don't you think? I, I do uh, kind of enjoy uh, that it's because it's very clearly like a like a, an oblique because it's apparently the word of the day today uh, reference to, to the enclave of uh, Fallout 2. But like because it's like pony shaped, it's just, it's very hard not to imagine like comical villain armor where it's all like purple and black with like evil spikes on everything. Yeah, that's the like. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm sort of imagining the the horse version of like Scorpius from Farscapes. Yes. Like, 
hundred percent. All like yeah, a, 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 some combination of a flying stealth bomber and a scorpion. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just nasty. Like super obviously, <laughs> obviously villain. Are we the baddies? Uh, are, are are we the bad? Yeah. <laughs> We got little skulls on. Amusingly, everybody is fairly impressed with like, you know, well, gosh, you you sure do look horrifyingly evil in that. <laughs> the, the only person who has a problem with that was uh was 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 uh uh Fluttershy mm-hmm. who who immediately retreated to a corner. Yeah. Uh also, this is all through the perspective of some sort of horrible scaled monster uh that was uh, observing these six horses. <laughs> uh also, it's male, and also it couldn't keep its eyes off of rarity. Uh, Pip did not enjoy the experience. So, Steel, after uh, observing the orb and getting it to the rest of the party, they they set out uh, on their. Uh, well, they, yeah, they, they set out of the tower, and Steel says, You're going to get that thing to Watcher, right? And Pip, <laughs> You know about Watcher? Of course I know about Watcher. I am very, very old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a zombie, remember? <laughs> and Pip's like, yeah, Pip is, is is sort of hit with a double whammy of like, you knew about Watcher? And secondly, how long has Watcher been an active thing? <laughs> Setting is it full of the tits of just like ancient things just kind of being around. So Steel Hooves explains that, uh, yeah, no, the... It's it, that whatever it is, it's even less talkative than I am, like less willing to share things about itself. All I know, it it recruits teams. It uh, it, it 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 encourages people to gather groups of friends, um, who all invariably or just vanish. Yeah, they just flame out. Yeah, that I, I do. I do like that as a reveal. That like this is. Uh, Little Pip is not the Watcher's like first project, and probably not not the Watcher's first project by a long mile either. <clears throat> and so Pip, hearing this, you know, already reluctant to even you know, like get the opal to him, like mm-hmm. already like uh, pretty tired of Watcher's shit, uh, confronts him and like, oh, good, good going, little, good going, little Pip. Um, just just put it in the uh, the spare room of the battery case of the. What do you mean? No, I I, I delivered the message. Like this is the tat for tat. It, no. No, no. If if you want it, you're gonna have to uh, give me your coordinates so I can just deliver it to you. Pooh, what? No, no, watcher. <laughs> this isn't gonna keep going like this. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you keep talking about virtues and friendship and trust. But this isn't how you develop it. Like I, I am, I am a thousand percent done with you. Um, we're we're going to meet in person, or this this whole thing is over. And like Watcher, maybe confronted with this for the first time. Like, <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, all right, if you insist. Disengages, uh, goes into its default mode, and Pip uh, gets a. Like, Deep uh, on her on her uh, pit buck sees an icon uh, far far from Manhattan, deep in the middle of nowhere. And Pip, you know, if you think this is gonna dissuade me, <laughs> got another thing coming. Uh, because the sky bandit is repaired. Yay! We got wheels. Fast travel initiate. <laughs> we got wheels. So on the ride over in the sky bandit, uh, steel hooves uh, explains. Uh, you're not the only one dealing with an addiction uh, among us right now. 
you probably need to talk to Velvet Remedy about uh, sticking her head uh, in that orb too many times. It's not a good memory. And what do you mean? I've seen it. That's the day the world ended. People started getting pretty desperate uh, toward the end of the war. Started to get irrational. Started to get ideas like, well, they all had their objectives. Applejack wanted to win the war. Fluttershy just wanted uh, to end it. She began a project to build a weapon she assumed would be too horrible to use. <laughs> and then gave it to both sides. Yay. <laughs> Fluttershy killed us all. Ah, uh, what a what a beautiful sentence out of context. <laughs> also, the Balefire Phoenix has now added itself to the party. Yes. <laughs> Once they're up in the air, it uh, pops pops into the cabin with them, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone else panics. But Velvet is is quite delighted. <laughs> Ooh, pretty. Its name is Pyrelight. Velvet. Yes. Really. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're keeping them. (laughs) And its name is Pyrelight. Isn't that a little morbid? Yes. (laughs) And Pyrelight just remained, like, harmless and adorable. Mm -hmm. Very large, fiery, balefire phoenix. Very, very radioactive, beautiful green phoenix, yes. Uh, Apparently not radioactive enough to, like, Mm -hmm. be poisonous to be in the proximity of? Yeah. I guess. Wrong kind of radioactive, I guess. Like, Pip never complains that her, like, counter is, like, spiking. Mm. Her ad levels are going up. Anyway, they they make their way for some time. Uh, This chapter is not the one in which Pip confronts uh, Velvet about uh, her increasing morb addiction. And uh, Pip's uh, uh, heads-up display identifies the location they found as Dragon's Cave. Ooh, ominous. Uh, Everyone would begin panicking, but, like, Pip says, Look, this map was written... 200 years ago. Surely a dragon still doesn't live. Oh my god, a dragon! (laughs) Oh, but it's not threatening us, and its voice is really annoying. (laughs) And it says uh, gross, awful things, like, hello, my name is Spike. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, it's very hard not to imagine, like, Spike's VA trying to do, like, a deep man voice and it just not really coming out right. Yes. Uh, Or it's just pitched down, like, uh, synthetically and it just sounds terrible. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) It's straight up described as as neither as as terrifying nor booming as uh, she had expected. Like Twilight and Vaporwave now. (laughs) Uh. Uh, So actually, yeah, no, it could just be, like... Imagine Spike's VA just, just like, artificially pitched down. Yes. So, author's note. Oh, wait, no. A, a Mare Worth Fighting For uh, by Pants. Uh, P-A-C-C-E. Uh, this story, at your discretion, may be treated as canon or non-canon to Fallout Equestria in a matter akin to a deleted scene from a movie. Warning, sex mature themes. Yes. It makes dildos canon in the Fallout Equestria universe. Well, okay. <laughs> That's all you need to know. If you have no, if you have no interest in in, in consuming secondary media, uh, that's all you really, really super needed now. So, anyway, there is an author's note about the uh, hot coffee mod. Yes. To follow the quest for <laughs> I removed it, and you can mod it back in if you so desire. 
That was a chapter. It was a slower chapter. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like it could have used a second it, uh, editing pass. But I think it, know. I think it works fine if you acknowledge that it's kind of, uh, at least what I think of it is, is, is it, it feels like it's kind of like a denouement to the like Ten Pony Tower arc of the story. Yeah, it's, it's a nice wrap up. We learn a, bon- a bunch of yeah. things, and we, we 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 get a bunch of like new sort of wrinkles and details. Uh, unlike one of like Somber's uh, wasteful, meaningless chapters that go on for like twice as long as this would, and would say nothing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, say nothing and change nothing. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's 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 fine. Ten Pony Tower is is the like categorically slowest part of the story. I feel like the story starts ramping back up after this. Uh, there's still like a couple of like adventures and capers, you know, that they have in Ten Pony Tower and stuff, but it's it's definitely a lot more of like, okay, we're in this town where we can't shoot people and they're all terrible people. And it's a lot of like political intrigue and learning about mysteries of the past, but it's not, which just by its nature is a lot slower than having like a ghost town gunfight where you kill God. But I think it's fine. Like I like, I like the pacing of, of the Ten Pony Tower stuff uh, in hindsight, because it's nice to have parts where it's not constant escalation and action all the time. Uh, but I can definitely agree that to the, this chapter is a little slow, but it, I think it's, like I said, if you treat it like a denouement, uh, I found out recently that, that, FOE was kind of broken up similarly in a series of books, but it's not as done. It's not done as like deliberately, I guess, as PH was. If you treat this as like the end of this arc in the same way that like there's that like last chapter, uh, the Shadowhoof Ridge stuff. But yeah, and we met a big dragon. The big dragon. And he's dick. And it's nice that somebody finally stood up to him. <laughs> uh, I, I do really like the, the, the sort of uh, twist, like subversion of like. You know, you have the man on the radio who tells you what to do, and the main character going like, "No, I'm tired of this. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sick of taking orders from you. You are fucking mysterious and really suspicious. Honestly, like, I think you're kind of dangerous potentially. I need to know who you are." Which is just, it's a cool thing that is just uh, like in the story. I think. But, but but that's not the deal. Then stuff your deal. Yeah. Then I go. I I don't need your help. <laughs> I have I have a I have a fucking sky wagon now. I don't need your help. <clears throat> but yeah, we're gonna get to see the the spike again. Yay! But like in their original context, so they're not as dumb. Speaking of not as dumb, my 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 brain keeps <clears throat> shorting out because there is something in this chapter that like, oh yeah, the like I remember being so unimpressed with with DJ Human or like DJ Pong yes. Three, the same character, homage yes. in uh, PH. And it's so, yeah, now I get the context for uh, the wild character assassination. Yes. <laughs> um, and now you know the rest of the story. And and how, like, hilarious it is that, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, so Blackjack meets uh, Homage, and she's just a total fangirl for Blackjack. Blackjack is so cool yeah. that uh, Lois Lane... Lois Lane thinks Ultra Guy is so much hotter than Superman. Yeah, it's that, uh, it's a... It's a it's a whole it's it's mischaracterization um, homage as a character who her core personality trait is that she fangirls over heroes as opposed to having any character or nuance and just running with that particular sort of like a flanderized interpretation of her. Which is so wild because she's got she's got a life. Yeah. <laughs> she's got her own like dramas and like 
ambitions and she's a quest giver. Like, she, she wants shit done. Yeah. God. Yep. And also, like, even further, like, this is the te- same Ten Pony Tower that, like, Sombra used to introduce, like, this council of, 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 of wise elders keeping, keeping al- uh, alive the flame of, like, uh, Twilight's memory. Mm-hmm. Um, Sombra didn't invent the Twilight Society, but they're very different in uh, the original text as we, well. But I, I have no doubt, based on everything else we've seen about Tin Pony in the original context, but in Sombra's context, it was... It was an enlightened council of elders. Um, nothing would be enlightened in this fucking... Yes, not in this asshole group. And, like, yeah, I do get the impression that Somber thinks everything about Ten Pony Tower is fine. That, like, this is a fine way to run society. Yeah. And and surely very sustainable, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, where is it's a cesspit of darkness mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in this version. It's, it's also, like, barely functional as well. Uh, yeah, like, and and has like implicitly a lifespan. It can't go yes, on, and it, it's only survived so long, more or less directly off the exploitation of its its own uh, population and the population of the environment around it. So yeah, I, I look forward to more of that. I look forward to seeing how the Twilight Society was originally uh, uh, handled. Uh, I'm very delighted to like now think uh, like gone is DJ Human. I no longer like. <laughs> Uh, that spite I no longer needed. Yes, <laughs> like, DJ I, Human is dead. Long live DJ Pawn 3. Even though it was a separate idea, it's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> it's hilarious to me, but still. Um, yeah. Um, uh, there's no need for that, uh, spite anymore. And, like, before we, before we leave off and give our, our contact details, let's spare a thought for our, Im- our mental image of, like, a better written rampage. Hang up to uh, yeah, our weird made-up version of her. Oh, noes, I'm not a citizen? And so you can't protect me? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, basically, I, I imagine our version of Rampage is a lot like a cat in a, in a fucking in a, in a, in a fancy place where she just, she just keeps, like, sliding vases off of tables in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> And it's like, uh, whoops. It's like, oh, you know, you do that again, we'll kick you out. He's like, ah, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> like, genuinely, I'd love to see what would happen. Um, you got, like, what? I think that'd bullets? be really funny. And so, oh, shit, they're bringing out the stun batons. Oh, what a treat. I haven't been hit by a stun baton in a while. <laughs> and she's just kind of, like, idly mashing the fucking vase, like, porcelain into the ground. Uh... <laughs> Opportunities lost, <laughs> like tears and rain. Yes. Uh, so anyway, um, thou art fi at thou art fi on Twitter is a very not safe for work place to go. Yes. Uh, so instead, if you want uh, want to contact us uh, through through Twitter and, and see see what we're up to, uh, uh, thank us, ping us, curse us. Uh, you might want to go to my Twitter. <laughs> At Weirdington E. Come to think of it, I should probably tweet uh, the the new episodes are out every time episodes are mm-hmm. out. Like that happens on on Fi's Twitter, and that is not the place you should go generally <laughs> for things. So I'll I guess I'll keep that up. Uh, otherwise, if you would like to email us uh, your thoughts, um, uh, whatever those may be, uh, let us know that you're there and listening. 
Uh, you can uh, send your emails to weirdingtonesq at gmail.com. Uh, with all of that said, um, all lives can't matter until black lives matter, and black lives can't matter until trans black lives matter. Uh, but fine. How's you doing? I'm doing pretty great. I'm looking forward to us moving along into the, into the sort of the next segment of the story, as I often always am. Uh, excited to to deal with uh, Spike and his stupid bullshit. But overall, uh, I'm having a great time, and I'm happy to be ringing in the new year with you, buddy. Well, I'll have to take your word for it. Slide crash. Ooh, is that vase <laughs> Bye, Are you mad? Bye. Are you gonna call the guards? Are you mad? <laughs> Bye. Bye.